Gitin Daf Nun Chet, the last thing we were discussing was all the drashot about Horban Beta Mikdash, and we said the Pasuk Alecha Oragnu Kolayom. We said it's about a woman with her seven children who died, or it's Brit Milah, or it's Tamideh Hakamim who Shalchot Shaitan themselves, or it's Tamideh Hakamim who killed themselves in the tent of Torah. And with that, we are starting Nun Zain Amudibet, last line, towards the end where it says Amar Abba Baba Hana, Amar Yohanan. 40 the boxes of the tefillin we found in the heads of those who were killed in Betar. three boxes of each one 40 se'ah. we learned there was 40 boxes, each one three se'ah, just of the tefillin. They're not arguing. Rabbi Barhana, in the name of Barhana, is not arguing Rabbi Anai. The bigger one, which is the three boxes of 40, or uh, 40 boxes of three, that Rabbi Anai was talking about was the tefillin shilrosh. They're a little bit more spread apart, because you have to put it in four parashiyot. But the smaller amount of just Rabbi Himsa'ah is only tefillin shilyad, because everything is written in one uh, parchment. And Amar Biasi Arba'a Kabin Moah Nimtsa'u Alevin Hat. Forty Kabin of brain was found on one stone during the, the first Hurban bite. Ula Amar Tisha Kabin. Ula said there was nine Kab. Amar of Kana, Vitema Shila, Bar Mori, Mekerai, from which Pasuk Badla Bela Sheduda, Shreshe Shalem Lach, and the Pasuk ends Ashreshe Hesveni Petit, Ola Laich Elasala. We're asking for revenge that you should that someone should take your children and break their head on a rock as as you did to us. The next pasuk says, The children of Yerushalayim that were filled with paz. Maybe you don't tell me that we put gold around them. You could say that there's only two measurements of Paz that came to the world one in Rome and one the entire world meaning so the, the, the main amount of Paz was in Rome not Yerushalayim rather the children of Yerushalayim were so beautiful that they made the gold the Paz look bad and Be'ikara, in the beginning, Hashiveh de Romae, the important Hashuvim of Rome, Havuna Kte Biliona de Gushpanka, Umshashe Arsayo. They would take uh, nice pictures and put it by their bed, and they would be with their wife uh, like that. So they could, their wife could have children that look like uh, that beautiful picture. Mikan Vailach, after that, my two Bene Israel would bring Jewish children, and they would tie them to their beds, and they would be together. And and one person told his friend, This curse, where is it written that we have to be like that in front of them? All the curses, all the Sicknesses that weren't written in the Torah, meaning it, the Torah felt not nice to mention this type of uh, punishment. That's how bad it was. And Amar and the friend told the other, How far was I from this pasuk? Meaning I didn't get to reach that pasuk yet. How far was I? And Amar le. So the man who brought the pasuk told him, You were missed it by a daf and a half. Amar le. 
If I would have gotten to that pasuk, I would needed you. I would have understood that that was the makada to what I was talking about. And I'm aviu da mashemuel mishum rabban shemuel megamliel. My dichtiv. What does the pasuk say? Aini odela lenavshim mikol benot iri. There was 400 shuls in the city of Betar. And each shul, there was 400 rabbis teaching children Torah. And each one had 400 children learning in front of them. And when the enemy came in, the rabbis would hit the enemy with the sticks they used to hit the children. But there was too many. The enemy wrapped them around with the Torah that they were that they were teaching out of, and they burnt them. And Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel was one of those children, so that's why he said, if she was going on him, he was the only one left from everyone, from all the children there. And Tan Rabbanan, he went to a big city in Rome. Amrullah, they told him, Tinok Ehad Yesh Asurim. There is a child in jail. He looks beautiful and his hair is, comes down beautifully in curls. He stood by this by the jail to see who this child is. Maybe it's one of one of ours. Amar, he told him Pasuk Minatanim Shisaya Akov Israel Bozezim. Why did Hashem put us in such a low place? Anao Totinok Vamar, the child answered, Halo Hashem Zu Hatanu Lo Velo Avubidrachav Aloh Velo Shamehubitorato. The child said, Because nobody listened to the Torah. So Bishra said, Oh, he's a Tamid Hakam the child. Amar Muftahani Boshimore or Abe Israel. He told him, I, I promise that this child is going to be a Morehora, he's going to give Bipo Sekal Chot Nisrael Ha'avodah. And he swore, I'm going to emancipate him with any money that uh, they tell me to give. He didn't move there until he paid a lot of money to free him. And not long after that, he gave a lot of halachot in Israel. He was a morei orah. Umanu who was Rabbi Shmael ben Elisha. And Amar of Yehuda, Amarav Maaseh b'Bnov v'Toshe Rabbi Shmael ben Elisha. There was a story with his son and daughter Shnishbul Shne Adonim that they were captured to two masters. Le'amim nizdavgu shenehem b'makom echad. So these two masters they ended up in one place. Ze Omer Yeshli Ayvet She'en Kiyofil B'Chol Olam. This one said, "I have a slave." This boy is the most gorgeous. There's nothing like him in the world. There's a, the, I have this maid servant. She's the most gorgeous thing. There's nothing in the whole world like her. Why don't we have them marry each other and they'll have uh, children. We'll split the children. So they put them in one room. The boy went and sat in one corner. And she sat in the other corner. Ze Omer, this boy said, Ani Kohen ben Kohanim Gedolim, I'm a Kohen, son of Kohanim Gedolim. And Esar Shifcha, I'm going to marry a maidservant. Vezot Omer, Ani Kohenet, but Kohanim Gedolim, I'm a Kohenet, the daughter of Kohanim Gedolim. And I said, I'm going to marry an Ivid. 
and they cried the entire night. Once the dawn came, they realized it was a brother sister. They fell one top of the other and they cried. left them. said about them, there was a woman, Tsofnat but Peniel. Tsofnat, why? Everyone wanted to see how beautiful she is. But Peniel, because she was Bitoshel Kohen Gadol Shemesh Lifnai Velifnim. She was the daughter of the Kohen Gadol who served inside. Shenit Alel Ba Shabai Kolalayla. The person who captured her made her suffer the entire night. The next day, he made her wear seven cloaks and took her out to sell her as a slave. Comes a man who was very ugly, Amar Lo, and told the seller, Let me see her beauty, Amar Lo. So the man told him, Reka, he goes, You're dumb. If you want to buy her, buy her. There's nothing like her beauty in the entire world. I still, I want to be able to see her. So he took her shishah halukim, six clothing, ushvi'i, by the seventh one, kera'atav, in pasha ba'efer, she ripped it, and she rolled around in the dirt, amrale fanav, she said, ribono sholam, im'alenu lo hasta, if you didn't have mercy on us, you punish us, al-kadushat shimcha, gibor, lama lo tachusam, when your name, which is so great, why don't you have mercy? And look, everyone's seeing how we're being disgusted, and no one says anything, ba'alea, konen yirmiya, yirmiya, said about her, but my daughter of the, the nation, uh, cover yourself and roll around in the dirt. Make a morning for yourself. I didn't say on her. Whatever disgrace happened to her was also happening to Shem Shamaim at the same time. And Amar Yuda Amarav, my dictive, the Asheku Gever Ubeto, the Ishna Halato. They'll take advantage of a man in his house and a man in his inheritance. Maase, Badame Hach, and Atana, I know, Beshet Rabo. A man, you liked his master's wife, Veshulia de Nagare Hava. He was a carpenter apprentice. Learned how to make wood. Pam Hatutzrach, Lilvot. One time his, his master needed to borrow money. Amar Lo. The student said, Shagesh Techayetz, leave Alvena, send your wife to my house and I'll lend her money. Shiger Ishtoetz, Lo, he sent his wife to him to go pick up the money. Shaha Imashaloshayamim. He made that wife stay by him for three days. So the man saw his wife didn't come back. Kadamu Batslo, so he went to him. Amarlo Ishtisha Shigarti Lecha Hechani. My wife, who I sent you, where is she? Amarlo. So the student said, Ani Petati Alter, I sent her away right away. I gave her the money, she left. Veshamati Shatino Kotin to Adalu Babaderech. And I found out that uh, the young guys over there on the way, they, they bothered her. They, they did something bad with her. Amar lo, Amar says, what should I do? Amar lo, if you listen to me, Garsha, divorce her. Amar lo, ketubat her ketubat is too much, I can't pay it. Amar lo, ani alvecha beten la ketubata. I'll give you the money, I'll lend you the money, and uh, and, and give her the ketubah. Amad zevegesha. So the master divorced her. Halachu. So now the, the student went and said, I married her. Kiban azmano. Once the time came to pay, he couldn't pay the money back. Come work by me and pay back what you owe me. The student and the wife 
and the ex-wife were eating and sitting together and having drinking. And the ex-husband was standing and, and serving them and giving them uh, to drink. And tears was falling from his eyes and going into their cups. At that moment, the Gzardin was stamped. And Hashem decided, I'm going to destroy also the other cities. And some say, And some say, the Gzardin came down on the sort of Eshet Ish, meaning it was one woman for two men, that whole story. And the reason it says the word Gzardin is because although this uh, student did everything, they didn't do anything wrong, still, that's what, Hashem, that's what got to Hashem the most. It wasn't that they did something wrong, it's that they did it the right way, they took advantage of the deen. Now let's go back a couple days, back to the Mishnah, where we learned Lakah min sikrikon. Sikrikon, we said, was a goy who would take land by force from Jews. And if someone bought from him, and then they went to the Jew and got an agreement out of it, we said that doesn't count. And Amarav lo shanu de amar lo That's Dafka, if he told him, okay, go do your thing and buy it. Uh, means he didn't really mean it. Aval bishtar, if he wrote up a contract, then kana. That's his koneh. Rav says that the shtar is gold. Ushmuel amar af bishtar na milokana. It's still not good enough, even with the contract. It has to be such a golden shtar where he even wrote him that I'm selling you this land and if anyone takes it away from you, I'll give you a different piece of land. And Tanya Kavate de Shmuel, we have a bright Alex Shmuel, Rabbi Shimon Melazar, Omela Kahmin Aisha, if a person bought a land from a woman, Vahazavela Kahmin Aisha, then he bought it from her husband, Mikhokaim, then it counts, Minaish, Vahazavela Kahmin Aisha, but if it's from the man, then he went to the woman, Mikhobatel, the entire Mekah, uh, the entire thing is Batel, doesn't count, Achetichtov, Lahrayut, until she writes Ahrayut, until she backs up that uh, sale. With another piece of land, so So maybe this bread goes against Rav. Amar Rav. Rav tells you, no, my harayut namishtar. What does a harayut mean? What's the backup? He wrote him a contract that makes it strong enough. Now, Tanu Rabbanan, lakachmin a sikrikon veachala shalosh shanim bifnei balim. If a person bought land from a sikrikon and then he ate, in, uh, he mean he lived in this land for three years in front of the man. And he has a hazaka, then he sells it to another person. The original owner has nothing on the second buyer. Meaning you had three years to speak with the first guy, you didn't speak with him, so now you have nothing on me. So the Gemara asked, what exactly is going on over here? If the second guy is saying, listen, he bought it from you all legally the way Hachamim said it with that extra quarter. I feel Rishonami, then even the Rishon, even if that original owner comes to the first buyer, he also has a good uh, ta'ana and says, Get away from me. I did it according to Hachamim. I gave you that quarter or whatever it is. And if he didn't say, Hey, I bought it from you. Oh, this, the first guy bought it from you. If he didn't do it according to Hachamim, then even what the second guy did four years later means nothing. So Amar of Sheshat Le'olam Delokatain Le. No, we're talking about a case where there was no Ta'ana that you did it correctly. Uchgon Ze Ta'anin Le'oresh Ve'Ta'anin Le'Lokeach. This is a type of case where we, as a Beit Din, make a claim 
for the buyer or for the, the child who inherited it, meaning a person who buys from a Sikri Kohen knows the, the rules. He probably already asked the rabbi what's the story. He's been through this before. So he probably did it correctly and he probably gave that original guy a revia or whatever the he was supposed to give him. And that's why if years later this original guy comes and says it's mine, we tell him no. However, if the original owner comes to take it out from the person who's holding it, itain, if the second person, the person who bought it, says, I, I bought it from you, then in, then his hazaka is hazaka. But if he himself doesn't make that claim, the buyer doesn't make the claim that I bought from you at the pita kanat hachamim with that extra revia, then his hazaka is not a hazaka, and betin does not make that claim for him. Because you yourself know what happened. And If a goy took a land from Israel because you owed him money, or Muhammad and Parut, or he just stole it from him. Um, but uh, he never it was never a claim for the Jew's life. He wasn't gonna kill him, he just took it from him. And Bo Mishum Sikrikon doesn't have the din of Sikrikon. Sikrikon was only if there was a fear of death. But here there's no fear of death. And land that was stolen from Israel needs to be 12 months in a, in a goy's hand, and then then it belongs to the goy. But if it's less than 12 months, then if you would buy it, you would have to sell it back to the original owner, like we learned in the Mishnah. Now, the Gemara didn't understand that last piece. Didn't we say... There is no din of Sikri Kon, and now you're telling me uh, that it, it depends on 12 months, not 12 months, but you said there's no din of Sikri Kon. So Gemara explains, Now this is what it really means. Sikri Kon, going back to Sikri Kon, it's in order to, for it to be the Goy's land, it has to be by him 12 months. But under 12 months, it, it, it should go back to the original owner. And Amar of Yosef Nakitina, and we have Halacha, and Anparut Pe Babel. There's no concept of Anparut in Babel, because the, the Goyim don't steal land. What are you talking about? They steal land from us all the time. Eli, Maslagma explains, in Din Anparut Be Babel. The Din of uh, Anparut, you don't have that in Babel. Why? There's a, there's a civil court, court of the civil court. And make a claim. And the fact that the guy didn't go and make a claim in civil court, probably forgave the goy and just gave it to him. And that's why if you buy it from the goy, it's probably yours. Now, the following case is talking about taxes. The king comes to a big area, let's say a big valley, and says, the people of this valley, you guys have to come up with a certain amount for taxes. The people of the valley figure out, okay, who who has what amount of land? And based on that, you could figure out uh, who has to pay. The problem is, if someone goes away, they still have to pay his tax. And the rule was, whoever pays his tax gets uh, to enjoy the fruits of his field. So, Gidal Barailai, there was this man named Gidal Barailai, Kabila Abit Askami Bnebaga, the people could, of the valley couldn't afford the, this uh, other person's taxes, some guy ran away. And they asked him, can you pay and we'll give you the land? 
So this Gidal saw a good deal. Akdim He put down money for the next three years' taxes. Lesof Atamar a year later, the original owner comes back, and Amrulah, and he tells Gidal, Okay, I get it. The first year you paid for, okay, you you ate it, and it's yours. I can't do anything about I'm going to put down taxes for the next two years, and I'm going to eat my field. So they came to Rav Papa, what's the halacha? So he originally understood that, you know what, he gave the money to these people to pay taxes, the people who of the of the valley, they have to give him back his money because uh, he he paid the tax for this guy. Now the guy wants to pay the tax. And Amaleh Rav Huna Bered Rav Yeshua, Rav Papa, Rav Huna Bered Rav Yeshua told him, uh, you just made this entire land, this whole deen of a sikrikon. You made the king uh, someone who uh, is uh, going to murder people if they don't give him his land. And it's not true. That's not the case. And if you buy it from the sikrikon, it goes back to the original owner. And people have to pay you back. Uh, that's not the halakha over here. Over here, this person put his money on the horn of a deer, meaning he lost everything. Done. You didn't have to put it down for three years. You lost. Now, the, we, let's go back to the Mishnah. Zo Mishnah Rishonah. That's the original Mishnah that if a person bought from a secret con, the Mekah was Batel. However, you have to go back and give uh, the original owner a quarter in order to appease him. And Amarav, it's either It's either you give him a quarter of the land that you bought, or you give him a quarter of uh, the, the money that you, whatever you gave to the goy, you give this guy a quarter uh, of that amount. And Shmuel Amar, you either give him a quarter of the land, or you give him a third of the money. So now the Gemara asks, what's the Mahlokit of Shmuel? So the Gemara explains, let's start with Shmuel. This guy sold the land probably for a quarter less than its original price or what it's really worth. So, for example, if the guy sold it for $100, it's really worth four thirds of that. So, let's say uh, 33 and a third. So, it's 100 plus uh, 33 and a third. So, it's 133 and a third dollars. So, that's what. So, if you have to pay the guy back, you pay him back 33 and a third dollars. Or if you give him land, you give him a quarter of the land that you bought. Umor Sabar and Rav held He sold it for a fifth less of what it's actually worth. So if it was if it was worth hundred dollars, then it really was worth hundred twenty-five five quarters. And therefore, either you pay him twenty-five a quarter, or you give him the, the a fifth of the land, which is the same amount as a quarter in price. So we have a problem. Zo Mishnah Rishona, that's the, the first Mishnah, that the Mecca has batel from a Fisikrikon. However, Betin Shalharin Amrua Lokeh Min HaSikrikon, not in the Ba'alim Ravia. If someone buys from a Sikrikon, he gives the, the original owner a quarter. The Yad Ba'alim Ala Elyona, and the owner gets to pick whatever he wants. Ratsu Bakaka, not mean if they want land, they could get Ratsu Mema'ot, if they want money, not lean, they could get Ematai. When is all this happening? That's only if they have no money to buy. But if the original owners have money, they go first, they can buy, they have to buy first. They have first rights. Rabbi Hoshiv Betin Venimur, then Rabbi put Betin together, and they said, If it was in the Goy's hand for 12 months and the guy didn't had the money and didn't want to buy it back, 
Anyone who buys it, that says, but he has to give the original owner a quarter of the land or or a quarter of the money. And that sounds like Rav. It sounds like a problem with Shmuel, who said it's a third of the money. So Amar no, Dabrait is talking about after the money came to Zand, after all the entire deal was done, so a quarter would be what the, the original third was. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Laolam Amen Ve Amen.